Let's get back to You Better You Bet, presented by Bet and the App on the BetQL Network. I don't know why I always love the BetQL digitized music coming back, but here we are. You Better You Bet, Sean Morash, Kent Barkley here, basking in the glow of Nick's wedding day. We just did a little Wimbledon there with Drew Dinsick. So, Ken, before we finish our baseball conversation, like, full disclosure, I'm not the – I'm not anti-tennis by any means, but, look, it's just not something I'm locked into. Perhaps probably yeah. because the U.S. Open, which, I mean, has taken place half an hour, 45 minutes from my house for my entire life. Um, I've yet never been in my entire life. Didn't grow oh, up with you got to go. Who, Even if you been. hate tennis, you got to go. It's, like, so I know, fun. And I want to go to, like – yeah. I want to go to like the early runs where I can kind of like walk around, you know what yeah. I mean? Check out everything. Not, not, you can go whatever, to like court for whatever he's 72 and like literally just sit yeah. next to the guy who's playing. You can just like give him tips. And I, I legitimately pass the tennis center three times a week, depending on traffic where I kind of get rerouted between my house and New York city. Like get some of those drinks right there, like the melon in them, whatever yeah. those are called. Yeah. yeah those, what are, those it's things, right. those things are and awesome. People swear yeah. by it, but I, I don't know, Ken, I don't know with your sports fandom, if you kind of were in the same path as me but i kind of just always got into what was on tv in my house growing up so like the reason i love the giants and love the yankees and the rangers and nets i, I just watched everything my dad liked so me and my sisters watched everything and that's just kind of you know how it happened and you know golf as the years have gone on i've gotten into playing so it's taught me to watch and be a little better with that but other than that man like i'm kind of lost on other sports so i luckily in this business really just knowing the main four sports is kind of all you really right. need to know to get by it's not that big a deal to do tennis but i say this because Knowing just strictly from like a like a betting perspective, which we do here, and you better you bet. If the Yankees were playing, uh, I don't know the Oakland, which they are the Oakland A's tomorrow night, and the Yankees are a prohibited minus one fifty favorite, you might bet the Yankees and feel good about it, but you look at the one fifty odds and feel like, oh, well, those aren't great odds. But here I have Drew Dinsick basically telling me it's one and a half people that can win an entire field in Wimbledon, yeah, and Novak Djokovic is listed as a minus 155 favorite. I understand that that's juice, but we're not talking about, like you're talking about Omar, you know, minus 5,000 for the Vezina as it closed at. Don't those odds seem a little, like, I know they're not in the positive. I know they're not even money, but it almost feels like too good to be true not to bet a hefty amount to kind of get your half payout back on. It's, uh, yeah, men's tennis is, it's been in like a really weird place for a long time from a betting standpoint, I feel like where, and you know, I look like the Australian open, I'm kind of paying attention, but there's a lot of stuff going on. French is always the one I pay the least attention to. I watch like every match. I think Wimbledon's awesome. I actually think it's like a really fun sporting event to watch. It also occurs during a time of the year, like next week when there's absolute, like you thought you think hockey awards and college world series tonight is stressful. Well, good. Those go away. There's nothing next week when Wimbledon's going on. There's like absolutely. And and for us early, Wimbledon's early, which is nice. You're not up yeah. late at night watching it. Yeah. East Coast, like I'm on vacation. Like I'll, uh, yeah, I'm usually July 4th week. I'm with my in laws. My mother in law really likes to watch Wimbledon. My wife will watch Wimbledon. Like we'll have our breakfast, like coffee, like I'm like six with the kids. We'll throw on a match in the morning and then we'll like go work out, whatever. It's just like, it's like part of that holiday routine for us. So yeah. I really like it as a viewing event. But as a betting event, and this has been true for a long time, look like tennis. How do you think golf betters felt when Tiger Woods was even money to win tournaments in golf, by the way, a sport where like you'll never find someone less than God, like usually five to one, like John Rahm was three to one at whatever that was the some what was it, a tournament in Central America, the Mexico Open, I think something like that. Right. And 
it was like like that was like oh my god that's the craziest thing ever and usually the favorite to win a golf tournament's like 10 to 1 or 15 to 1 or 8 to 1 or something like that like in the majors you know like scheffler will go off at like eight and right people think it's like wow that's prohibitively low okay well like golf went through an era where their best player was like so much lower than that to win tournaments it's like not even funny and i think it made right. it okay maybe not maybe it wasn't a bad betting event it was a different kind of a betting event where you were having a conversation about like okay is tiger gonna win the tournament or is tiger not gonna win the tournament like which one is it and tennis is exiting an era it's like about to be done whenever Djokovic is done where yeah like you never wanted to bet the fourth guy or the fifth guy or even the third guy sometimes to win a grand slam because these guys are just because just like golf Tennis is exiting at the era when the best players of all time all played together, just like golf just had their best player of all time in his era. So like, yeah, when you have the best of all time now playing now, yeah, especially in an individual sport with both of the, with which both of these are like when Brady played, he, his teams were still at least eight to one or five to one or something. This isn't like that. So yeah, this is like the end of that because Djokovic is the only one left. There are very few players that have emerged to challenge him. Alcaraz is like one of the only ones and he's really young still. And so, yeah, it becomes like, I, I guess this word applies, but like, I like watching boring would kind of be the word that I would use like yeah. where it's okay. Like, yeah, I think oh. he's going to win too. I mean, I'll still watch but, and I'm still like, kind of like amused, right. but I, I think this is what this is like. But it's also boring if you have no juice on it. Now I'm not advocating anybody to tell you anything is free money because right. you're saying learned like, anything in the Djokovic. betting world. Because, like, how is he going to lose, basically? That's, like, well, kind of what I guess what my point would be, and, again, I am not advising anybody to do this, but based on the conversation we just had and me being a complete novice to the sport and sure. basically hearing how it's going to be boring because he's just going to win the thing, I'm sorry, this isn't minus 250. It's minus 155. Why would I not take $310, throw it in a pot, and just make 150 in a month? Like, why would I not do that? Tell me why I shouldn't do that. <laughs> uh because, well, I'm not telling you not to do it. I'm just telling you that it's I not going to. I think gonna, I'm going to do it is what I'm telling I, you. I'm just, I'm just telling you I think it's going to lose sometimes, and that's okay. But that doesn't yes, mean don't bet but it. But if I lose that, that I have bet to it, understand just, that it wasn't, the, it wasn't yeah. the wrong bet. Right. I think when he says one and a half players can win, what he basically means is like one and a half players can win like a standard Wimbledon with these players. But like, it's tennis. Djokovic can get hurt. Alcaraz can get right. hurt. You know, uh some random upstart could beat which which still happens by the way like okay like oh federer and nadal djokovic they've won all these slams right but they didn't all play each other in the semis every time like someone would lose sometimes and right. like you have to build in some possibility that that's going to happen even if it seems like the craziest notion right now that djokovic in this current form when he's won the australian and he's won the french open that he'll lose so he should be a prohibitive favorite um but that doesn't mean i i think the thing i actually like about what you're saying sean is I, I do think that, and I think this is true in a lot of markets, not just sports betting markets, people think that like value, which is becoming like a really disgusting word the way it's being used, and we do this on the show sometimes, is like, it always has to be some big price. It always has yeah. to be something that's not the favorite. It's like, meanwhile, right. meanwhile, what if you bet Otani even money a month ago to an AO MVP? How you feeling right now? He's minus 600. Right. He was the favorite. Right. Oh, There's can't nothing the favorite. wrong the, with the value yeah. is Bo Bichette, 
It's like, well, actually, the value is that ticket's going in the dumpster. That's actually where that ticket's right. going. Because Otani's no, going to value is The value is how do right. I end up up money in my pocket? That's the value. Right. Any yeah, way, yes, shape, that's or a good way to think about it. Yes. How do I have more money than when I started thinking about this? And yeah. what is the best avenue for me to get to having more money? Yeah. And sometimes, and in golf, I don't know if it was true in golf because I don't know like how often Tiger won and what odds he went off at. But like in tennis, the the bet ended up being one of the really good players, one of the best players of all time that plays in the yeah. tournament. And Nadal always wins the French and Federer wins everything all the time. And now Djokovic wins everything all the time. So yeah, it just, I, at least like, I, you know, bet him, don't bet him. Like, I don't have a strong opinion on whether you want to bet him because uh, I just don't bet tennis very often. But yeah, like, if you think he's going to win the tournament 70% of the time or 75% of the time or more, then you should bet this. <laughs> like, that's yeah, why if what? you think that, then you should bet this. And I just, well, I'm, I'm just happy. Cause I know like, look, like you like action and typically people that like action tend to gravitate toward like big price, huge parlay, yeah. big long shot. And like, this isn't that, but also like this could be okay. Like this could be okay. And I, I don't know if the price is great, but I just, I, I like that at least like we're able to think both ways about stuff. I'm not alone in this. There are people listening to you better, you bet who are going to know exactly what I'm talking about because we like action. As you pointed out, um, whether it be an MVP award, whether it be a golf tournament, whether it be a NASCAR winner, whether it be some kind of same game parlay we've cooked up in the NBA playoffs multiple times, add up how many times we've all taken that $25 bet and taken it because the odds were really good on a, on a awesome payout. As you pointed out, yeah. 10 to one on to a one. golfer when it tournament. thousand to one, hundred to one, yeah. um, you know, certain parlays put together. We've done that because we like action. Okay. Now you add that up and let's say you don't hit any of them. You're down 250 bucks or what, you know, I'm, I'm just playing around with numbers here. Well, Sometimes logically, if you're going to add that up over the long haul, that's a lot of money. Would I not rather not take that same hunt, 250 bucks, and throw it on Novak Djokovic here for a one-shot deal just to win some freaking money on a on a positive there? Put it in my account and do that. I just think minus minus 155 is not that big a deterrent from what. I'm seeing or feeling like barring an injury feels pretty damn likely to happen. And I'm assuming, and maybe I'm an idiot that from as every round that ticks by, that's only going to go to minus 200, minus 250, minus 300. He mentioned that Alcaraz probably will still be at plus 300 if it got to that kind of final. So I don't know for somebody that doesn't really care about Wimbledon. I feel more declined than I, I'm more inclined an hour uh, than I was an hour ago to make sure I'm doing this. Right. And I, so again, like I can't speak to whether like that price is correct, but what I can tell you is, okay. Like if you like Djokovic or any favorite of this, whatever price range or caliber or whatever, and, uh, and they make the, like, this is sort of similar to Florida and the college world series. Florida didn't also like Florida. This is the bet is aging really well. Florida has got one game left. They literally win the title. They were nine to one, nine fifty, depending on where you went before the tournament. So this is going really well. And there's, you give yourself options um they they didn't have to play lsu too they could have played some bad school and right. now i'm like i wouldn't have hedged at all like they played you know who's on that side that was bad stanford played are you kidding me about stanford um right like, no way like i i would think florida's i would think florida's more likely probably than the market in the games to win those games and like stanford made no sense and so like you know you you don't always even have to get the thing you want so like okay if djokovic plays like some random lucky happy to be there guy in the final cool like don't do anything whatever Djokovic will be minus a thousand take your chances maybe he loses maybe he doesn't but you're in pretty good shape if he plays Alcaraz 
bet Alcaraz to get your money back. Like just bet. So yeah. let's say you bet 20 bucks on Djokovic, whatever. We'll use like simple dollar amounts. Okay. Let's say Alcaraz three to one in the final. At least bet like seven bucks on Alcaraz so that if Alcaraz wins, yeah. you like got the whole sweat. You didn't lose any money, whatever. And if Djokovic wins, great. Like you just give yourself some options sometimes. If you do now again, like I would never tell someone to bet Djokovic. I don't know anything about what the pricing is supposed to be in this tournament. Maybe he's supposed to be minus 800. Maybe he's supposed to be plus 500. I have no idea. But in these situations, if you're considering that bet, that's also part of it too. Like everybody hates hedging now. And thinks like people are stupid for doing it on these like tickets and stuff. And I just, maybe I'm getting lamer as I get older. I think I'm getting smarter and I don't hedge every ticket that I've had. I didn't full hedge Olmark, mostly because it was impossible. Right. Like I'd have to, you know, like visit loan sharks to get this amount of money down. <laughs> and, uh, but like, but in, in a bunch of situations, at least like you have the option and it's okay to exercise the, I know Tyler writes in the chat, Tyler never hedges anything. And I'm sure there are people that are like, well, you got this. Like you made a really good bet, just like stick it out. And that's like the right thing to do. No, 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 no. I don't, I'm not, that's not me with a lot of these yeah. stuff with championships or with tournaments or anything that has like a multi-way futures market and award. Um, in most situations, I'm actually really happy to get to the end of the year and I win no matter who wins. And I win no matter yeah. who wins the award because I've, because I've planned this correctly <laughs> where, My so treat. it's just, it's, there's different approaches. You could treat your sports betting account in many ways like you would some kind of stock that you've bought into. Hope that you ride out, make the smart Which plays I'm along terrible the way. At. And, Are right, you good and at be stocks? patient. No, I'm not. But I, I like don't to know think anything. I know a thing or two about sports. Yeah. Yeah, I don't either. My brother-in-law is always What am I supposed to buy right now? Anything? Yeah, Does anybody have any stock tips? <laughs> I don't know. My brother was always like giving my kids stock. Like they know a three one. Like I know what I'm looking at. And it's yeah. just like, Wait, what, is he, just what does he give your kids stock in? What does he buy them? Does he buy them shares in like well, blue chip companies or something? So. Yeah. Like I don't even know, man. There's always a company. I have no idea. Now maybe there'll be millionaires one day. Hopefully I have Amazon. No idea, but he's also. It's like $1,000 yeah, a I'm, share, right? Or something. Or like $1,500 a share. I don't know anything. But. One of like the first birthday, one of them he bought was like Disney. And that immediately tanked after. I'm like, good job, pal. Yeah, just next time get him a check. Guy should have called me. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Run away from that sinking ship. Yeah, please. No one's fault that's there, sort of. Yeah. yeah so, right. You could take out when you're very when you're up a lot of money and you want to buy something out of your sports betting account, but like that's one of those moments here. I think Djokovic or Wimbledon. It's okay. It's okay to not have a big thrill on it. If you bet a lot of money and you win back, you know, half you gotta the watch every match. you put in. You bet Djokovic right? you're not gonna watch every match you play. At least right? like check the score. At least I kind of right? be in. Okay. And then it makes it makes it interesting rooting for a favorite that's killing everybody too because you know you should end up on the on the positive. Well, value, and also, yeah. Sorry, fin no, finish your thoughts. Finish your thought about value. Go ahead. I was just sorry. gonna say, value to me is being up money, no matter way, whatever way, shape, or form. If it's a dollar, if it's fifty cents, that's more valuable than taking a ten to one shot ticket you never have any shot at. Well, that's what that's I was gonna it. say. At least, although here's the one thing I'll say: at least if you bet Djokovic, I feel even as someone with very limited tennis expertise, I feel very confident. You are actually betting on someone who has like some chance to win the tournament. And based on what Whale said, like 98% of the field has no chance to win the tournament. So yeah, at least you got your exactly. money on someone who like can actually win, which is like most of these futures markets. Like, well, I like that guy 100 to 1. Great. He literally he cannot win. Can't win. They can't. The team can't win. At least you're betting on somebody that can win. At least they got that going for you. And I'm betting on the fact that I think we actually just had a really interesting value betting conversation. So oh, we'll try yeah. to go back to what we're talking about next. With the baseball pitch, we'll bring Tyler in. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM.
We'll be right back with You Better You Bet.